Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day as I adjust my camera. Ugh. God damn it. So stupid. Why didn't I do this beforehand? Anyway, now it's crooked. Great. Crooked. Just like so many things in my personal life. Wait, what? Huh? Huh? Anyway, it's the Huff Uncensored. Thanks for joining the podcast. <laughs> Real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. Blue Chew, go to bluechew.com. Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton and Blake Street Tavern. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. A lot to get to today. Cannot wait. A lot of listener interaction as well. And those are going to be fun. I'll just tease you with that. I did the curling national championship. Kip Wilson and I covered that yesterday at the Denver Coliseum. I got to be honest, it was it was a lot cooler, a little bit more intense than I thought it would be. You see it on TV, and it's one thing, but when you're actually right there, right in front of it, it's a little bit like, wow, okay, you do have to have strong upper body for the brushing. As silly as that sounds, I imagine that just really takes it out of you. It's like masturbating with two hands. <laughs> it's just, it'll get you tired. You will be exhausted. Am I right? Anybody? No? Oh, nobody wants to admit it. Okay. Okay, but it was a lot of fun. Not that many people in the stands, which I liked, especially because Kip and I were shooting video, and we were saying a lot of inappropriate things. And so we didn't want a lot of people really hearing what we were saying. But uh, though that video will come out soon. Uh, as soon as I get like one more clip, I'm going to slap it in there, and then we'll we'll have it up and ready to go. But it was a lot of fun. Kip got in trouble by security. That's going to make it into the footage. And, and to be honest, he deserved to get in trouble by security because he was fist bumping the athletes. I'm like, you can't, you can't do that. We're, we're the media. We're not supposed to be doing that. Which, by the way, speaking of that, you can tell nobody really covers curling events because when I'm down there, when Kip's down there, and we're doing what media people do, they didn't know what to do. The, the athletes were shocked, with the exception of Jared Allen, who's a former NFL defense lineman for the Vikings. I believe he was with the Chiefs for a little bit, too. But anyway, he understands media and what, what we do. But these other people are like, what, do you, who are you, what are you guys doing? We're like, we're, we're with Mile High Life and Mile High Sports. They're like, oh, my gosh, that's cool. Like, geez, like, you poor, neglected bastards. <laughs> Nobody cares about you enough, and they should because it is a cool sport to watch. It's very relaxing to go to a curling event and just watch. You're not going to fall asleep in it. It's not like fucking golf, but it's just interesting how, how the different techniques, and you can just sit there silently judging them or loudly if you want when, when somebody makes some mistakes. But it is something you, you need to check out. Again, that video is going to be coming out here shortly. So make sure you subscribe to all my social channels at DeHuff Podcast. You know what we need to do now? Headlines! Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> this guy is always in the news, and it's always for something weird. Remember when he was dating that alleged witch? Yeah. 
I don't know. They came out and said she wasn't a witch, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It gave me great content. But anyway, Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show just the other day, and they start discussing the future. What's his future in the NFL? Let's find out. Have you thought about throwing this year? Well, I'm still uh, in the art of contemplation about my future, so I'm... I'm uh... Is that real? Are we really contemplating playing football again still? Is that like a heavy, heavy thought? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. I just assumed because the way you've given answers, it's like foregone conclusion. But you have told us numerous times you haven't got through that portion of your decision making yet. So I, that's just, that seems surprising me right there. That's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing, 100%. And that's why I think it's going to be important um, to get through this week and then, uh, you know, to, uh, uh, to take my, uh, you know, my isolation retreat and just to be able to contemplate all things, uh, my future and then, uh, and then make a decision that I feel like is, is best for me moving forward and in the highest interest of my happiness and then, uh, and then move forward. What's isolation retreat? We're just going into a cave. Are you not going to talk? You're not going to speak one of those things? Yeah. Is it just you in there? Ooh. And if you're just in there alone, do you know how many days you're in there? Are you taking an iPad, a book? Are we able to reach you? What? Is there good it's, uh, it's four nights of uh, complete uh, darkness. What? You go to Alaska? Not Alaska. No, I've been to Alaska. That's a beautiful state. Beautiful. That's a lot Are you locked in? Where is it? You're not locked in. No, you can you can leave if you if you you know you can't do it. You can just walk out the door. But it's. Uh, it's a darkness retreat, wow. and I've had you know a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences, and it's something that's been on my radar for a few years now, and I felt like it'd be awesome to do regardless of where I was leaning after this season. So it's been on the calendar for uh, months and months and months, and it's coming up uh, in a couple weeks. So you walk into a room for four days, or is it a cave? Where so is it's, a, it's a room. It's a little house, yeah. And they just kind of black out the window, brrr, everything's dropped down. And then there's somebody like in there administering like sounds and what we're going through, options. Of there's, what we're a, there's a two-way uh, mirror. No, like a like a little slot that they'll they'll drop in uh, some food for you. But it's uh, but it's it's uh, isolation and darkness. No, you know, no music, no nothing. Are they recording you and your actions? How many people are in there? Uh, just myself isolation oh. holy shit yeah that's, it'd be weird if you had some random stranger in a corner you couldn't see <laughs> i thought it was a group i thought it was like a group or trying to, that's all trying I to battle trying to battle for the toilet really in the darkness <laughs> with somebody. so you're so they're the one so is there a bathroom or you wearing a diaper <laughs> i think you can you can, wear, you can wear adult uh, diapers if you want but there's actually a bathroom that's so bizarre first of all would you ever do something like that? Because that's an interesting thing to do. And I bet, I bet, I know we all, I'm going to make fun of it here in a second, even more. But it's fun to, to laugh at that. But I could totally see the benefits of that. Especially when you think about the complete separation of technology and how reliant we are on phones and computers to actually sever those ties for even a day, like a complete day, where you're not even distracted by television, radio, just music, your cell phone, obviously, your computer, that would be, I would imagine, a tremendous benefit for your mind and how it functions and how, how much clarity you could uh, encounter because of doing something like that. I, I, I don't know if I could handle the four days. 
And it is nice to see that or to hear that he said that he could leave at any time because it's not like he's trapped in there and be like, no, motherfucker, you paid for four days. You stay in for four days. Now, like I said, I can see the benefits of that. And I am actually curious. I I personally can't justify taking four days to do something like that that's all about myself. I, I just can't imagine doing that. But that that's Aaron Rodgers. He has a shit ton of money. He doesn't have to be doing anything as of right now other than he's on vacation for a couple months. And good for him that he can do something like this. But the majority of us can't. We can't. You got to be going to work. You got to be taking care of your kids. You, you know, so many different things. But can you see the scam in this just waiting to happen? And I say scam, but it's not really a scam. What you could do. He's basically des- describing solitary confinement. Is that what that's called in, in prison where they just lock you in the hole? And there's like nothing other than a slot to feed you with, which is what he said. I'm just saying, I'm not saying do this, but I'm saying you could do this is you, you have your house. There's always that like random closet or something that is in your house. Just put a bucket in there for, for poop and pee, right? Cut a slot in the door and, you know, rent it out. Be like, Hey, do you want to do this? you know, this isolation test that you can do for one, two, three, or four days. It's up to you. Here, here you go. I'll, we'll provide some food for you. It's $1,000. <laughs> if not more, I would say like it's $4,000, $1,000 a day. It's basically a closet. Come on, Aaron. Just stick them in the closet. It's fine. We'll get a shit, shit ton of money, blindfold them as he comes in, you know, Make sure he doesn't kick the dog as he's walking. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, good for Aaron. I know you could classify Aaron Rodgers as a hippie. And it's not it's not really a bad thing. I I would be very interested and very curious to do this. I would would you not? I mean, if you could justify the time. Let's pretend you're able to do it with your time. Somebody's going to watch your kids, okay? And your job is like, cool, we'll pay for your time off. It's fine. We encourage this. We, you need to get your head right. Would you do it? I, I would in a heartbeat. If, if all that other stuff was taken care of and I didn't have to worry about it. Because that would be another thing that as, as you're in there, especially as a parent, you'd be sitting there worried about your kids. Be like, are they doing what they're supposed to do? Are they being nice? Are they doing their homework? Are they brushing their teeth? All that shit would be running through your head. But if 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 you could have complete confidence that those things were being taken care of, yeah, I, I don't see why you wouldn't. Because that would just be something strictly for you. I don't see the negative in it. Unless you're somebody that just would get claustrophobic or something like that. I could see those, but it would be one of those things where Maybe it would benefit you to deal with that that demon essentially in front of you of uh, I have claustrophobia and then putting yourself in this little tiny closet in somebody's basement uh, <laughs> where they have a little food hole that they feed you in. Uh, it, it might benefit you. So it's interesting. If you've ever done one of those or know somebody that's done one, let me know. 
to huffuncensored at gmail.com. I find that just fascinating. A passenger that was on a Delta flight from Orlando to New York has accused a flight attendant of telling his wife that she had a stupid face. <laughs> what was the flight attendant, like seven? <laughs> you got a stupid face. <laughs> now, the reason why this happened was the couple who was not in first class was trying to use the first class overhead bin. Now, real quick, clear as day, there is signage that says first class overhead bins are only reserved for first class passengers. Now, these people were trying to use that. Is it the end of the world? No. Is it something that should justify a, an argument where you start name calling? No, no. But that being said, what kind of bugs me is so Thomas Todd is the guy that did this. And this incident actually took place back in November, but now it's the story's coming out. That it, it bugs me that he tried to do that. It bugs me that the flight attendant said his wife had a stupid face. <laughs> I just I just that's not the the go-to insult that I would use. Right? Well, call her a cunt. I would be happier with that. Instead of going, well, your wife has a stupid face. Unless she said, your stupid cunt wife has a stupid face. Or your cunt wife has a stupid face. Then I would be a little bit more accepting. I'm disappointed in the flight attendant. Not because she pushed back on them using it. But I'm more disappointed with her comebacks. Really, you could have came up with something better. Stupid face. She should be fired. Just for that. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want anybody to lose their job. Jesus, not like Delta's listening to me and be like, well, the Huff said it. You know, he it just makes sense. She should have called her a cunt. <laughs> now, real quick, this bugs me because Delta released this statement. Those customers were rebooked on another Delta flight, and we've been in contact with the party to further apologize and give compensation. So they re were actually rebooked on a first class basis. So they got they pulled a fuss because they wanted to put their their luggage where it wasn't supposed to go even though it was clearly stated they shouldn't. The lady called them or stated that they had a stupid face the the, the wife did. And then they got a free first class trip to New York and they're going to fully they're going to continue to compensate them they're going to give them their fucking money back even if it's partial that's annoying to me the the customer isn't right in this situation was it right that the lady said she the the other lady had a stupid face no technically not but it's not worth refunding money for fuck fuck off to the to the customer in this situation I, like I said, I'm just more upset, more upset with the, you got stupid face. <laughs> That's, that reminds me of like when I was a kid and you'd come up with those, those dumb insults to your friends. You call them like a, oh, well, obviously you got dickhead, but you still can use dickhead now. But penis wrinkle. Do you, did you ever call somebody a penis wrinkle when you were a kid? I did. 
such a dumb comeback or just insult to somebody. Yeah, quit being a penis wrinkle. <laughs> That's so dumb. I forgot about that till just now. <laughs> Listen, if you can call somebody a penis wrinkle today and not get in too much trouble, go for it. Do it. If you get fired or get arrested because that's the day and age we live in now. It's not my fault. Not my fault. I said don't do it, but if you did, enjoy it. And maybe actually record record it and then tag me on social media of you calling people penis wrinkles or or whatever random uh, old school insults that you can think of. Let me know. At DeHuff Podcast on social media. Hey, we got more, more greatness coming your way, but first... The championship is here. Oh, it's only a couple days away, and there's no better place to wager on the football title game than Superbook Sports. Superbook features the best menu of prop bets in the business, plus check out their special odds boosts and promotions at Superbook.com. With over three decades of odds-making experience in Las Vegas, there's no better place to wager than Superbook Sports. So you could win some money as one lucky team wins it all. Download the Superbook Sports Colorado app today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Fellas, as you know, it's all about size. Nobody's bigger than we are. We have 18,000 square feet and three bars under one roof. Add it all up and you have Denver's best football bar. It's the Blake Street Tavern where Denver watches football. Hey, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, we need to talk about sex. We do. Who doesn't like to talk about sex? You want to be at your best in the bedroom, right? 2023, this is the year to maximize your performance in that bedroom. Remember this website, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in a chewable tablet and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them any time of the day or night. And so that means you can plan ahead or you could just have one locked in your in like your little uh, blue chew holster (laughs) that you made (laughs) and have it ready to go at a a drop of a hat or the unders. You know what I'm saying? So sign up at bluechew.com. They're going to have you consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you're going to receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the United States and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a very discreet package. Don't be the guy that says, I don't need it. I don't. It works okay. Listen, you don't know until you try it, and you might as well try it, okay? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. So chew it and do it. And check this out. We've got a special deal just for my listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use my promo code DAHUFF at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's a hell of a deal. That's bluechew.com, promo code DAHUFF to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. Thanks so much to Blue Chew for being a great sponsor of this podcast. All right, so Chinese scientists said they have successfully cloned three, three super cows. Super cow calves. Super cow. (laughs) 
once they're fully grown, they're going to be capable of producing 50% more milk than the average American cow. We just can't stop fucking with shit, can we? Let's make super cows. What's what's the harm in that? Oh, I don't know. We're going to fuck with the DNA of a cow that we for whatever fucking reason decided we need to suckle the milk out of out of a cow instead of listen, it'd be better for us if we were suckling ladies. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. But you know what I'm saying? Why are we doing this? This has bad idea written all over it. We're going to fuck with shit so much with these super cows that next thing you know, what's going to happen? It's going to create the zombie apocalypse. It is upon us. Could you fucking imagine how stupid would we look if fast forward five years down the line from now and we're just like, I can't believe it happened. Can't believe this is how the zombie apocalypse started. Daddy, tell me, tell me the story again. Well, son, a zombie apocalypse started because we decided we wanted super cows that could make 50% more milk. Turns out that we fucked so much with the DNA of these cows that when we drank that milk, it turned us into zombies. The science, it's right in front of us. But don't you see, it is kind of one of those things. Like, why? Why? Part of the reason is because we, like I've said before, we have that huge population issue and we need more resources to, you know, satisfy the demand, the demand of not enough cows and the milk to go around. But that being said, find your, your vitamin D sources from somewhere else. Milk is so disgusting. I hate milk. I keep saying that I need to do this. I need to go through like what, when they do actual testing, laboratory testing on milk, what you're actually ingesting, it's disgusting. There's a lot of mucus and some other shit in there that you're actually drinking. So enjoy that cereal. Guys, that's why I stopped drinking milk. It's fucking gross. Now, that being said, I can't get away from cheese because I love cheese. So I'm I'm somewhat of a hypocrite, but I refuse to drink a, a glass of white mucus from a cow. Oh, so gross. Oh, <laughs> hey, dipping into the mailbag. This comes in from El Papa Grande DBU on Twitter. He said, I think I found your new theme song. Okay, guys, you ready for this shit? This is going to light up the world. I got bitches all on my dick and every day. Sucking on my bowels. <laughs> licking on my bowels. Bitches, they know. Stick it in that booty. hole. my bowels. My bowels. <laughs> suck on my bowels. <laughs> That's so dumb. I really hope that you don't listen to this podcast on speakers with other people around. Because, one, I have a potty mouth. And, two, I just played the greatest song to ever be written. I don't even know who sings that. But El Papa Grande DBU sent that to me on Twitter, and I I have no idea where that came from. (laughs) But it is hilarious. Could you imagine? You know, if I was to get married, if my wife and I were to renew our vows, that would be our first dance. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding, obviously. But that would be hilarious if it was. 
everybody be looking at us like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Get away from my daughter. Lane Willard wrote this on uh, on Twitter. Lane Willard 5280 on Twitter. He tweeted, hey, uh, do you are you a filet or ribeye guy? And to be honest, I never really thought about it. I don't get a chance to eat steak very often, Lane. You high-end bitch, you. Just kidding. Listen, I, I kind of did some research, a small amount of research just for the people that don't know the difference. And I got to be honest, I didn't, I don't really pay that much attention to it. So the, the name filet mignon comes from the French language. Filet means strip or thread, while mignon means dainty. I'll have a dainty strip, please. That's not very appealing. Filet mignon basically is small cuts, very low fat content. It's soft, tender texture. It's a fine-grained muscle. Now, ribeye steak comes from the longamus dorsi muscle, whatever the fuck that is. This is a long muscle that runs from the shoulder blade to the hip bone from the 6th to 12th rib. It's large cuts, high fat content, heavy marbling, can be served boneless or bone-in, and it has a tender texture. So filet mignon is the softest between the two. I believe this is because the tenderloin muscle from which it is cut is barely used during the animal's life. I have to go with the the tenderloin or the excuse me the the um, filet mignon. That's what I would rather have. I I just I don't like high fat and stuff like that. It just kind of grosses me out. But that's just me. And now somebody, Justin, Benny underscore duh underscore beaver, <laughs> Benny the beaver, wrote in, the correct answer is porterhouse, a filet and a strip in one steak. Then he, they also wrote in, uh, what's your favorite steakhouse? I don't have a favorite steakhouse because I really don't go out and eat steak very often. The best steak I've ever had was at Shanahan's, and that's because somebody bought the meal for me. Free food tastes better. It does. That's just, that's science. Everybody knows that. I, I jokingly said, "What if, it, does Applebee's count? <laughs> they sell steak. And then everybody's like, well, what do you want to die? What do you want to get sick? Food poisoning? I, I don't have one. I, I guess I should. We used to go to Lone Star Steakhouse, my wife and I, when we were dating. That closed down. I don't know. I, I don't have one. If, if there's one that you guys say is the best in Colorado, let me know. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. Adam Graves on Twitter at Thundersport303 wrote, Why haven't they found Bigfoot with all these spy balloons? Great fucking question, Adam. And the answer is simple. Because Bigfoot don't exist. That's why, Adam. That's why. It would be interesting if if like they they pull the footage or the data that's on that spy balloon that was that was floating over our country and they start going through it what if they did find something like that like bigfoot and they're like holy fuck it is real <laughs> holy shit there's some hillbilly jacking off in front of it i don't know why i went there <laughs> i don't know why i did you know somebody would be like that there it would be oh what is that movie oh have you guys seen land of the lost with Will Ferrell and Danny McBride. 
when they first get over to the other dimension or other world, they they're on these sand dunes and they see Shaka. I think that's his name. And Danny McBride and Will Ferrell are kind of hiding underneath this sand or behind the sand dune kind of next thing you know, you see Danny McBride like touching himself <laughs> and he's like, starts rubbing like, and he's like, what are you doing? He's all says something about Bigfoot or Sasquatch and how it being real. So he's like excited. Some hillbilly, like if they ran, ran up on uh, a Sasquatch, just minding its own business, you know, some sick motherfucker would be touching himself. Why is the camera footage so shaky? Why did why do I hear heavy breathing in the background? Sorry, I was really excited. Sounds like Kermit the Frog. Hello, hey yo, how are you? Piggy, quit touching me. That's not my frog leg. <laughs> it's my wiener. Anyway, hey, hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. Hopefully you did. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hey, by the way, I was on Stoned Appetites podcast. I believe that was released today. Go check that out. Check them out. And then uh, let me know how their podcast sounds because I haven't had a chance to listen yet. I've, I've just been doing other things. I got to go run now. I got to go to PetSmart and I got to go to Costco, two different fucking places to get cat food and dog food. And the only reason I have to go to two different places is because my cat has diabetes and he needs his special $60 fucking bag of cat food that lasts maybe a month. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, that's my life. That's my goddamn life. Anyway, hope you guys are having a great day. Like I said, I hope you smile. Life's serious. Hey, also, if you could, please share this with your friends. If you see any posts on social media at the Huff Podcast, at the very least, just like them. I appreciate that. It, it helps spread the word of the podcast, and it helps this thing stay afloat. So I, I appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button as well. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, Blue Chew, at, and go to bluechew.com. Blake Street Tavern, they're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. And, of course, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. It's Duff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.